Tonight's episode was sponsored by Mad World. Check them out at www.itsworldmadness.com. Go ahead and check out our Tavern X Mad World hoodie on sale now. Don't miss out. You can find it on their website or in the App Store. Go ahead and check out itsworldmadness.com. As always, I'm your host, Brandon, and my co-host, Landon. How are you, sir? Oh, we're living the dream. Amen. If the dream was a nightmare on Elm Street, huh? <laughs> yeah. Boy, I've been reading your mind. And tonight, our special guest is Mr. Jeremy Bryant, host of Paranormal, The New Normal, and Maniacal Music Musings. How are you, sir? I'm doing good. Can't complain. Uh, With a beard like that, I wouldn't complain either. He is a man of my own heart with a glorious beard. Uh, So can you tell us a little bit about what you do? Well, I... I'm a podcaster at heart. Of course, I have a full-time day job as well, but I am a podcaster at heart, and I love entertaining people, so I started a paranormal podcast called Paranormal The New Normal, which basically allows me to interview some of the most amazing people you'll ever meet, who have the most amazing abilities, the most amazing stories to tell. It's just always a, it's always a fun time. It's always a... I try to bring a little comedy into it here and there, but it's a serious topic most of the time, but we try to bring comedy in when we can. As most people would, you know. Uh, so, we recently uh, did a podcast with Miss uh, Chris Summer, uh, and she was fantastic. Uh, she's a member of Soul Sisters. I'm not sure if you've heard of them before. I've had both of the Soul Sisters on my show at different times. Oh, Look at so- that! <laughs> Small world. <laughs> They are wonderful people. Uh, Chris, if you're listening, shout out to you. We're still looking forward to you swinging by Charleston. Yeah, I believe my second episode with the other Soul Sister hasn't released yet even. I believe it comes out in January at some point. That is but awesome. Chris was Chris was one of my first episodes, actually. Nice. Yeah. She's a good person, I'm telling you that. So that's awesome that she jumped in on one of your first episodes, too. Like Totally down-to-earth, amazing person. Yeah, she so, is. So, uh, you were saying that uh, you've interviewed uh, different people with different abilities and stuff. Is that right? Is, uh, we're talking like, um, yes. you know, supernatural and uh, all that stuff. Mm, yeah, more along the line of spiritual, um, medium, psychics, clairvoyance, clairaudience. Like, the list goes on. There's, I mean, what I didn't know before I started my podcast is there are actually probably about 20 or 30 different types of mediums out there. I mean, you hear sure, medium, sure. you think they all you think they all do the same thing, but they don't. They different ones have different abilities. That is I mean, definitely a good fact. Yeah, because there's a lot of people out there that when you say, "Hey, I'm you know I'm a psychic medium," you know they're like, "Oh yeah, we're we're gonna we're gonna get you to do all this stuff," and you know it's it's not it's very um uh what, what do you call it? It's split off into branches. There's different things for different things. I mean, it's basically like saying. I'm a doctor. What are you a doctor of? There's a thousand things you could be a doctor of. Right. It's basically the same thing. Like, and right. at least that's how I see it. And as right. far as all the, all the ones that have been on my show, none of them to me, they all have proven to me that they actually have the ability they say they have, which I was skeptical of that growing up because, you know, growing up in the nineties, you hear the word psychic, you think of like a carnival or you think of like that little shop on main street in your town that like nobody goes yeah. into got the little crystal ball out there and you know it's gonna summon the dead to make the table walk you know 
exactly i mean yeah. pop culture kind of killed like the idea of what a medium is for a long time but i'm trying to help change that i even had one guest corby mitlead who is actually she wrote a book about i'm guessing you guys are having her too at some point but she's, <laughs> she's on the list we've got her scheduled because the book she wrote um the yellow brick road guides uh yellow brick road to psychics something it's right to tell something like that i can't remember exactly what it's called but like she actually teaches how to tell the difference between a fake and a real medium psychic where clairvoyant whatever you want to call them that she teaches the right. difference and she is a very entertaining guest you guys will have fun with her i can't wait she's honestly yeah, one can't. of we my can't wait. Yeah, most anticipated guests coming up which is great that we scheduled her so far out because I, I'm very much looking forward to having her on. Uh, Landon being very in tune with the spiritual side of things mm -hmm. and our sponsor, actually, he, when he heard that that's something we were doing, he was like, you got to get me on that episode. And he doesn't particularly want to be on the show. So for him to be excited about that was cool for us. So that's something we're trying to, to work around in. Yeah, I mean, she's, I, I mean, there's so many good guests out there in the paranormal world that and you, you'll find that a lot of podcasts have the same ones on here and there, but it's just they're, they're every you listen to them in different podcasts, you're going to hear different stories. You're going to hear different questions that I may not have thought of on mine that you guys may think of on yours. Like it's just the way it goes. So, Absolutely. You know, there's there's a lot of um, you know spiritual people with ability who don't like to be in the limelight, right? Because they they feel it's like an overbranching in the ego. But at the same time, there's also spiritual people out there that like to bring awareness and uh, spread that, um, you know, spiritual gift to the public and let them know that this is a real thing. And let's open the door for actual magic to flow into the world again. You know? Yes, I actually I am having a uh, magician on my show as well. Danny Whitson, he was supposed to be on my show earlier this week but he had a very tragic circumstance happen so he mm. we need to reschedule that interview but it'll be coming out probably now and we're towards the end of february or beginning of march anyway my episodes are pretty set for a while i hear that well thoughts and prayers out to his family and friends and hope that uh whatever he's got going on gets re resolved wonderfully um so what would you say since you do a paranormal podcast what would you say is your favorite topic to talk about when you bring someone on your show mm, see we just did an episode with someone i was dying to get on because he works in my favorite topic and that is dogmen elaborate dog please that is interesting yeah. just right there i don't know what you're talking about so i need to know well put it this way i mean everybody knows the idea of werewolves but, right. and I, and for those who can't see, those who can't see me that there was air quotes around that word, but, but werewolves, it's highly believed nowadays that werewolves were, came to be in stories based on actual encounters with dogmen who have been around as well, there's records of them dating back to as far as like Bigfoot have been around, which is ancient times. I mean, look at Anubis, the Egyptian God, look at. There's an Aztec god, I, I don't know the name of ever, but it's it, there's an Aztec god that looks basically the same. That every ancient culture had a dog-faced human god. And You're right. The story of the Canaanites and in the Bible and one of the saints, I forget which one, I want to say, say Paul, but I could be wrong. I'm not, saints are not my thing. But um, there's, there's so many stories in the past of men with dog faces and 
I just had a guest on, well, he was on my show a couple months ago, but his episode just released, D.A. Roberts of the North American Dogmen, NADP, I always forget what the hell the P stands for, I want to say patrol, but I think I'm wrong, but NADP, and basically, they are, there's five of them throughout the United States, they each have their own regions, and they investigate cases of dogmen. And there are other paranormal investigators who investigate this too, but they actually create a society around it. And we had a very interesting conversation about his investigations in Bray Road in Wisconsin, the Beast of Bray Road, the famous case there, the land between the lakes also in Wisconsin, which is a huge hotspot for dogmen because even the most experienced hunters in the area will not go to the land between the lakes because it's literally like a little island with like one or two ways in or out of it like Ooh, road, one or two roads one or two roads to connect to it and da had been there and he straight up said like he's like you drive in there and you see the normal stuff you see squirrels you see deer once in a while you see roadkill you get to the second half of it you see none of that there's nothing it's just creepy that you know most people would say i don't want to go there but the weirdo in me is like i gotta go there <laughs> i need to see this firsthand like on something I'm interested in as well. What episode is that for you? I am not sure the exact number because I don't put numbers on my titles. Okay. But do you remember what you titled yeah. it? It's called "Digging Into Dogmen." Finally, okay. okay. We're gonna have yeah, to so check, check that, that out. out. Paranormal yeah, the new normal. Digging into Dogmen finally with D. A. Roberts. He's who is also the host of the Ex Machina podcast. Oh, nice. So, okay. Yeah. yeah. Right. And. He's yeah. He was a fun. He was a fun guest, and I wanted someone from that organization for the longest time I could talk to about dogmen because I've been looking at their website for a long time at their map of encounters with different stories and just reading the different encounters and oof. Like I seriously just want to do. I want to ask him if I could just use their website and do bonus episodes where I just read the encounters around the United States and Canada because it's it'll keep it'll keep you up at night. Some of these stories. I'm definitely That's gonna the kind have of to go look at yeah. But I mean, just the idea of a seven, eight, nine foot dogman when standing on hind legs that can run on all four legs as well. And there are some of them that are just curious and will bluff you and like try to mess with you and just get you out of their territory. But there are other, I want to say breeds almost, because they think there are different breeds of them where they don't mess around in those breeds. You come across one of them in the woods and you ain't coming back. <laughs> he said you're not coming back with, so. that's crazy so, I mean, it's man just, it, it, yeah it's just it's yeah i i love it because the idea of a literal dog man running around and and these are the difference between these and werewolves is that they don't shapeshift to humans it's com mostly believed that they don't shapeshift into humans it may happen but that's more skinwalker territory than dogman territory. So we right. try not to confuse the two. <laughs> so for just a second, I want to give a shout out to Zeke. Um, I'm also live streaming on Realty, which is like you get an anime avatar. And so I have that off to the side. And they've given us 304 likes at this point and just gifted us a mustache. So thank you for listening to the podcast over on Realty. We love you guys. And back to the show. <laughs> just wanted to shout you out, Zeke. So what would you say is your your least favorite part of this whole thing? Of the paranormal or podcasting or what are you talking about? I'm 
podcasting, I, I suppose. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, there's really not a part of it I don't like. I like Same scheduling. Man. I like I like scheduling the interviews. I like to meet new people. I like to see who's out there that I can talk to and who's willing to talk. And I I love the topics always. I never had an episode that really bored me. I mean, I even did an episode. I even did one or two episodes with yoga masters, yogis, who okay, which, which I mean, it's that that's more of the spiritual side than the paranormal side of things. But my podcast goes into the spiritual side a lot as well, and the spiritual the spiritual side can be interesting. And I never thought I would have a full hour conversation about yoga and meditation and be able to keep focused and be interested in it. But I did, and it was a great interview. I mean. It's not 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 exactly one not exactly the episode I recommend people to because it's not really paranormal based, but it's still spiritual, which is part of paranormal. So, oh, absolutely. Okay. You know, and a funny thing is, uh, back in the day, I used to do Tai Chi, and I felt it was really good for you know just overall mind and body, and for people who believe in the paranormal and spiritual and anything along that side, connecting with your own mind is crucial especially when you're put in a situation where you can't explain what's happening around you knowing where you are mentally and grounding yourself is great <laughs> yeah i've i've been told by multiple mediums and psychics that i need to meditate more because they say if i do i may get some kind of reward for, from, from the universe for doing it that i may unlock something which uh, i mean so it's been my experience that everybody has spiritual ability. Everybody has gifts. Uh, you know, it ranges anywhere from like reading auras and stuff or whatever to numerous different things that you can think of. It just depends on once you figure it out, right? Once you get into that meditative state and can align the chakras proper and activate an ability, right? Is training that ability and harnessing it. It took me a very long time to, uh, find out what what my niche was in that realm and i started putting it to use you know i do a I lot of me, uh, energy transference stuff you know landon's much more yeah. in tune with his spiritual side uh but for me really the only spiritual gift i could say that i have is i'm very good at being able to look at someone and see the color of their aura around them so it, it's like I can almost tell before I talk to someone whether or not I'm going to be okay with them being in my presence. And I, it, I don't know how to explain that to people other than I can see a color around the edge of someone ever so faintly. And I, I've learned over the years what colors I should stay away from. And depending on how brightly that color shines, that gives me an indication of if that person is someone I need around me because my energy is precious to me. And if someone is bringing an energy that is too strong for me. It's, it may just not be, it may just not work for me. You know, I have to take a step back. Yeah. Which I mean, I believe you're, you are actually referring to what they would call clairvoyant because clairvoyant people who are clairvoyant can see auras, but I didn't know that was that thing. <laughs> that's, that's, that's part of their ability at least. But, um, I mean, and I see, I, you're, you're both lucky because I never was able to unlock anything like that. I, I always said I'm one of those people who wants to be able to like have experiences with paranormal and spiritual, but I never get to like, I'm it's either cause of my mind, maybe it's just working too much and I can't like just slow it down and focus on 
trying to open it up like it's just always too much going on in life but i don't know something what it is, but... that helped me was that so i have adhd really bad and there are yeah, times yeah. where when my adhd comes off of overload i will zone out so to speak and i've learned that if i am staring at someone for long enough and i zone out you know i'm on a there's a party on pluto and i'm invited and i'm looking almost through them is when i'm able to see that that edge of color so i don't know if that helps maybe try that sometimes that's how i'm able to do it yeah i'll tell you yeah. my side of things is i i have a, a lineage so on my dad's side uh his grandfather my great-grandfather uh was a shaman and could make tables walk and yeah. on my mom's side they've always had a um a closeness with the veil of you know the paranormal and spiritual side of things so between both lineages coming together it was just kind of a this is where i should be you know and it took me a very long time to to learn that and to accept and harness that i also have a twin sister who who had opened the door a little bit didn't like what she experienced and locked that door mm. so that's a it's one of those yeah things. Yeah, that the old if you the old the old adage of don't play with Ouija boards because you don't know what you're gonna invite in. Like I was always told not to. Dude, my I... mother gave me a freaky story when I was a kid, and this is why I've never touched a Ouija board to this day. She said when she was a kid that they fooled around with one of them Ouija boards at like a little slumber party thing that she was having, and when she went to bed that night, she woke up to something that was crawling up the end of her bed. And she, you know, being a kid, pulls the blankets up over her head like this and got pushed down onto the bed like this. And it was grabbing her forearms. And she basically was just, in the name of Jesus, get off of me. In the name of Jesus, get off of me. And did that until it finally let go. And when she got up in the morning, she had bruises of handprints on her forearms. She was like, I'll never touch a Ouija board again in my life. And that, to this day, freaked me out, man. Oh, yeah. I mean, the whole... There was a whole group of stories in the 70s, 80s, 90s about a demon named Zozo coming through Ouija boards and messing with and young girls and some young boys, I guess, as well, because boys, Ouija boards are gender neutral. But I mean, but yeah, I mean, it's just there's stories of a lot of different named demons that would like to mess with people. And but Zozo is just the one that sticks out always because he has a lot of stories about him. I have to look into that because that is the first time hearing of that name. You're teaching me something oh. new today. Z-O-Z-O. It's creepy. Have you uh, heard anything on that, Landon? I want to say that I have. Um, it it just it sounds familiar. Uh, maybe I looked into it once. Maybe I was told about it before. But, I mean, do I have information and can just you know tell you about it? No. But it definitely I mean, sounds familiar to me. Yeah, I mean, I've heard the stories. I don't, I don't memorize them by any means, but I've heard, I've heard the stories enough to know that name comes up again and again and again. And it's just, ooh, like, it's demons. I am not a religious person by any nature. I am agnostic. Agnostic. I don't know what to believe at this point because I, especially since starting my podcast, because I've heard so <laughs> many different people's beliefs and people's what they've experienced, and there's just. There's, I've heard so many near-death experiences, and everyone is different. So I just don't know what to believe. I mean, maybe it's personalized to what you think is going to happen. Maybe that's personalized to you, and that's why you see what you see. But which some people have agreed with me on that. But I, I don't know. Until I see, until I see some kind of proof, I really can't 
or experience some kind of something talking to me, I really can't like say what I believe in. And at this point, like the, the fact that demons may actually exist, and I've heard enough stories now to believe they do, that kind of scares the shit out of me. So right, I I actually heard a um I can't remember which celebrity it was, but they were doing an interview and they were talking about how um just for giggles they're a cosmic energy source okay so let's say that's where you start at you start as a cosmic energy source a soul or whatever you want to say we are before we have a physical body and that your supreme creator your god your whatever gives you the option to come to earth own a physical body and experience every feeling of joy pain misery excitement anger to feel these emotions in all of their glory, how crazy would that be? Would you take that opportunity? Hell yeah, you're going to want to do it. Even if it's just for a blip, a microscopic speck in the cosmos of time, you know, because the expanse of time is infinite. But if you're given that opportunity as a soul or a whatever it is that you are in the infinite to come to Earth for that brief hundred years, if you're lucky, to experience that, would you take it? And I'm thinking, hell yeah, I would take it. Now imagine being stuck, wanting those emotions and wanting to feel that again and to come back and relive what you had. I believe ghosts can get stuck here with that want of trying well, to come back. See, what you're, everything you just said kind of makes me think of star seeds, which star seeds are people who are who believe they have alien souls inside them, Ooh. extraterrestrial souls is the better way to put it, but. And I, I basically have talked to psychics and mediums who say that, and starseed coaches who say that what people believe is heaven is really just a big waiting room up in another dimension. And you're basically just waiting for your turn to come back down and take another human body. And until you, until you reach that max goal, your goal that your, that spirit is going for, then they get to move on to something greater that no one knows what it is until they go there. I mean, it could, it could be getting eaten by Galactus. Who knows? But <laughs> I love it. Uh, I want to take some time and just say thank you to everybody watching on Reality. We're up to 1,375 likes now. Like, holy cow. Thank you, guys. <laughs> really appreciate that. We're popping off today. Yeah, Landon, I, you okay? I, yeah, I'm all right. Uh, are there any kind of social media links or plugs that you want to you want to give shout outs to there, Jeremy? Oh, I mean, I have a group on Facebook, Paranormal the Normal slash Maniacal Music Musings podcast group. It's where we you, you all my live streams are put there. All my podcast episodes when they release are put there. We are both of my shows are now officially part of Antisocial Network as of yesterday. So. We will be streaming on there as well coming forward. And my paranormal show is also streamed on Parapost Network. So I am gathering networks. <laughs> I love it. That's good. But it's a way to get out there. It's a way to get more people to see the show. And to, it's a way to get more guests, too. I've met a lot of great people through networks. So it's always a good thing. Well, apparently we're in the right network because we've been with the, the same people and they've all been wonderful and you've been amazing. So we're definitely in the right circle. So welcome to our tavern family. We'll definitely be hyping you up and sending people your way. Yeah, we and we definitely got to get, we definitely got to get either both of you or one of you on my paranormal show. I mean, Landon, I would love to dig into your uh, ancestry heritage more in my paranormal show. Yes. I really would. Yeah. 
thanks. You know, also, um, my spiritual beliefs aren't aren't necessarily Christian anymore. Uh, I've fallen more into the pagan path of uh, druidry and shamanism, combining it. So, uh, druidic shamanism, I guess you'd say. So, it's definitely a, a good path. Which is, I have yet to have any people that follow the druid path on my show yet. So, I would love to talk to you about that. That'd be that'd be entertaining to me as could be. So, right on. And we we. We'd love to get both of you on our music show as well. Don't get me wrong. We, we love having any podcaster on our music show. It's just a fun show to be on. So I don't uh, I don't fall in with any groups of druids. Like you got the Ovates and all of them, but I'm kind of I'm kind of on the solo quest, I guess you'd say. You know, but uh, well, you know I I go and research and do things and you know. Well, I mean that to me that. I never, I didn't know there were different druid groups really, so I have a lot to learn about that. So we, trust me, I could do a whole hour episode on that easy. <laughs> but um, other than that, I mean, just we, we're also on Twitter and Instagram as that Juggalo Bastard, and we're on TikTok as Juggalo Bastard Podcasts, and we're on YouTube as the show names Paranormal Normal and Maniacal Music Musings. All my episodes are up on YouTube once they get released into podcast form. Awesome. Well, at this point, I'm going to ask Landon to ask his world-famous question. Landon, will you dish us the goods, please? Yeah, Jeremy, uh, what is one question that you wish we would have asked you uh, today, and how would you have answered that? Hmm. Hmm. (laughs) Gets him every time. (laughs) Yeah, always puts him on the spot. (laughs) Well, Well, I mean, you're the Tavern Podcast. You could have asked me if I wanted a beer, and I would have said, fuck yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but um, eh, you, you you guys asked pretty good questions. I There wasn't really anything I had to throw out there. I mean, but yeah, the music, we we definitely would love to have both of you on the music show. I mean, we only, we only do one guest per an episode, but we definitely love to have you both on. Yeah, that would sure. be great. It's it's a, yeah, and just for any listeners, Maniacal Music Musings is an album challenge show. So the way it works is our guest brings an album that means a lot to them, something they Ooh. love, an album that uh, got them through a tough point in their life, an album that they respect, and or an album that motivates them. They can basically pick any album they want, and me and my co-host try to match it with an album of our own, each with an album of our own that is either the same style that we, or at least we think is the same style because we've been totally wrong before, or we try to match it with something that makes us feel the same way that person feels about their album. So, and then everybody has to pick top five songs off each album. So it's a great way to learn about new music you never heard of. Mm, That's great. I've I've listened to so many artists now that I've never knew existed. So. Hey, the best way to express yourself is through music. I always say. Exactly, exactly. That's why I wanted to start the music show. And my best friend I met on, on another podcast I was previously on. Uh, I, I think we lost Jeremy there for a second, guys. Let's give it Did a you? moment and see if it recoups. There he is. He looks like he's back. Oh, I, I didn't know I went anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> the, the universe the technology. Technology is yeah. great until it's, wonder- until it's awful, huh? Yeah, I mean, it's I'm literally sitting right next to my freaking modem, and it still does that sometimes where it freezes me up. But, <laughs> but yeah, so 
I mean, it, the music show is a fun thing, to, fun thing to do. We've had a lot of guests say they had a great time and that they, they found new bands they love and they want to explore even more. So, Oh, absolutely. Now, it's got yeah. me wondering if I have to pick one album to bring to show you, because I'm a huge music lover, that that's difficult for me, man. I'm like, I'm really contemplating that question. I, got I really, I really kind of have one in mind. I have one in mind. I, if I had to, and, and this answer may change by the time we come on the show with you, but if I had to pick one right now without having more than a few minutes to think on it, Papa Roach's Getting Away with Murder was big for me when I was growing up. We uh, have I yet to have. Album. Oh, it, isn't that the name of the? That's the name of the album. Isn't, oh, okay. I was saying, like, Gateway Murder is the name of the album. I, I, yeah. I had that album when I was when I was younger, and it, yeah, no one no one has brought Papa Roach yet. That's a that's that's actually pretty cool. No one has brought that yet. Guess I got to bring it. <laughs> My band would definitely be Breaking Benjamin. Ooh, solid choice. Uh, I I can't remember the album name, but I know the picture on it, so I'd have to go look yeah. it up. Yeah, I mean, no one, no one's brought them either yet. I mean, we we've we've only done like thirty to forty episodes at this point, so, and we've at, we the only artists that guests have actually brought twice is Kendrick Lamar. Oh, interesting. I, I mean, never listened to Kendrick Lamar, so I couldn't give you. An I answer mean, on that one. I've brought the same artist four times. I brought one artist four times and one artist three times now. So, but that's just because they're two artists that I really love and. But I've also, I mean, I've also brought a lot of, we, we both brought a lot of other artists as well. I mean, it's just, we try to match the guests and that's the fun part is sometimes it's, sometimes it's impossible to match them. It's just impossible to match them and think of something that matches what they want, what they brought. Like some of them, like uh, one of our last guests in the episode just released, I think two weeks ago, brought McCluskey, which I, it's a, it's, they, it's an album called McCluskey Does Dallas. It's. I never heard of them, but their music yeah, was actually either. really good. And I could, I had to think long and hard about who to bring for them. And I ended up bringing something that didn't even really match, but it's just an album I want to put on the show for a while. So I'm like, all right, I'm just going to throw this out there because it doesn't match, but whatever. It works. It, I'm talking and he, about. He, they enjoyed, I mean, they enjoyed the album, but it, I mean, it just wasn't their style of music they normally would listen to. But right. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a juggle, though. I get that all the time. So, <laughs> right. <laughs> More, more of a maggot for myself, but hey, me Ooh. too. I mean, they're both great, oh, wow. but yeah, I fall in line with more of a maggot myself. Oh, I, I saw Slipknot live back in 2019, so My nice. Man. Yeah, it was a, it was a, it was a freaking great show. I was so I was mad way so long to see them. <laughs> Something that I wish I had done and I never got the chance to was to see Lincoln Park before Chester passed away. I never got the opportunity, and God, I me regret either. that every day. Shout out yeah, to I was you, a big, great Chester Bennington. I was a big fan of them until the hunting party, and then I was just like, yeah. <laughs> well, not every uh, album can be a hit. <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, but it's funny. The two albums that they hated making, the first two, like were, like to me, still their best albums. Like I'm telling you, Meteoro is such a solid album right? for me. And we, we had someone bring Hybrid Theory on our show before, but yeah. I was and, I, and I, I tried telling the guest, I'm like, you know, Meteor is a better album, and they're like, it is. no, it's not. I'm like, oh, forget it. It's... <laughs> hybrid Theory is, Hybrid Theory I love, but it's all the songs I could write if I was writing songs. Like, yeah. the lyrics are the lyrics are simple, but they're good songs, but just the lyrics are simple. Like, I could write them. Right. Meteor was always solid, and I was a little disappointed when they brought out the, um, 
uh oh what was the name of that cd where it was remixed and had a gundam on the front oh with jay's yeah reanimated yes and reanimated and with, with, with freaking Jay-Z ruining Numb, yeah. Yeah, it was... I hated it when it came out, and over the years, I have I have learned to appreciate it, but it doesn't mean it's one of my favorite albums. But at first, I really disdained that album, man. <laughs> I, I, I was one of the few people in my generation, in my age, who disliked the Jay-Z version. Everybody else was like, that's the better version. I'm like, no, it's freaking no, not. No, it's not. Do not say that to me. <laughs> it's not a better version by any means. No. Kids. The, Am I right? Nah. Well, they, they, were my, they were my age. It was me in high school arguing with people <laughs> my freaking age. So, yeah. Like, I was in high school when that freaking CD came out, so. Yep. <laughs> All right, man. Well, Jeremy, it has been an absolute blast having you on the show, brother. We look forward to having you on again and look forward to coming on your show and you know talking more about music because obviously we could do this all day we could keep going um do you have any like words to leave for our audience tonight if you want to hear about creepy sometimes life-changing stuff check out paranormal normal if you want to hear about great music you never heard before check out maniacal music musings nice simple to the point i love it uh landon do you have anything for our audience on the way out I uh, just want to say, Jeremy, thank you again for coming on the show. We, we loved having you here. Uh, to our followers, you know, uh, go check out Paranormal The New Normal uh, and all the other uh, links associated with that. Uh, I'm definitely going to, so I think you should too as well. Awesome. And guys, we love you. We thank you for listening to the show. Uh, for those of you watching us live on Royalty, check us out at www.thetavernpodcast.com. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook, Tavern Podcast page. You can find us on Anchor, Spotify, Google, Apple, all the places you can find a good podcast. We're on all of them. If you can't find us on one of them, let us know because we'll get on there, but I don't know of any. Uh, but yeah, we love you. We thank you for stopping by the Tavern, and thanks for being a part of our Tavern family. Good night, everybody.